Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and I want to welcome you to the Game Changers podcast hosted by Michelle Dutrell. I personally cannot speak more highly of the value of mentorship, and this podcast will bring you some of the best. If you want some inspiration back with strategy of how to make your vision a reality, stay tuned and prepare to ignite. Hello and welcome to this Monday edition of the Game Changer podcast that you are soon to find out will be quite different than my typical Monday interview podcasts. Now, get ready because you're going to hear this same start all over again because I decided that I really didn't give enough background to the book that I'm doing that I am talking about here over the course of this podcast. So I'm now recording an intro to what I just recorded so that you have some background as to why I am working on the book that I'm working on that I'm about ready to talk about. So let's rewind this tape here a little bit. Not only why am I working on this book? Why did I really start this podcast? Why did I go into private practice more than 10 years ago? All of these things are really the exact same thing. It comes down to over the course of my life, seeing people that I find amazingly inspirational that have the ability and the talent to really go out and make a difference in this lifetime. And for some reason, they hold back. For some reason, they have some story that they're playing out in their mind that makes it so that they aren't pursuing whatever their ultimate dream is. And so I have spent really a great majority of my life trying to understand human nature, why people do what they do, and to me, even more importantly, why people don't do the things that they should be doing. So here's what this comes down to. A few months ago, I was really inspired by the question, if you could only talk about one thing, what would that one thing be? And I thought long and hard about that because there's several topics that I speak to in depth with people whenever I'm meeting with them, whether it's health and wellness, mindset, chasing your dreams, limiting beliefs. But let's get back to the one thing. What is my one thing? If I could truly only talk about one thing forever and never get bored of it, what would that one thing be? And for me, it's taking massive action. Again, to go back to the people that I find so amazingly inspirational, yet stay stuck, I just want to grab them by the shirt collar and shake some sense into them and say, you are better than what you think. You're stronger than what you believe. I am now getting ready to drop into a Winnie the Pooh quote. I know this. But if I could inspire people to believe in themselves to the degree that I do, that is the one thing that if I could only talk about one thing for the rest of my life, this would be it. What does it take for you to finally believe so much that you would take action on whatever that thing is? So if my one thing is inspiring people to take massive action to chase their dreams, what comes before that? Well, before you can take massive action, you have to make a decision, right? Every decision by definition is to cut off all other possibilities. At that point, you then can take that action, but you can't take an action if you haven't made a decision. So this book is just that, how to make better decisions more often.
Because then I believe that if you made the right decision and you knew in your heart of hearts, this is the right decision. It makes the most sense. I've done all of the information gathering that I need to do to boldly make this next step into my life without looking back, without regret, without second guessing myself. There are so many people's lives that would change, not just the person making the decision, taking the action, but the domino effect of everybody's life around them that would change as well. So this is my one thing. I hope that this book and the book that I'm getting ready to highlight some chapters in you find helpful. I would love your feedback because I'm still in the process of writing a few of these chapters and would love some stories from listeners to be able to integrate them into this book. But I do hope that this helps you in your decision-making process such that you so believe that this decision is the right one for you, that you don't let anyone or anything hold you back from taking that massive action to take your life to the next level. So now we're going to drop into the rest of the podcast that I originally recorded. Thank you so much for listening. I did want to give you a little bit of background, so maybe it made a little more sense. And here we go. Hello, and welcome to this very unique Monday edition of the Game Changer podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host, and I am also the only person that is talking to you this Monday. Normally, that is reserved for a Thursday podcast. But today I am asking for a bit of help and feedback. If in fact you have heard any of the last couple of shows or maybe read a blog or two where I mentioned I am working on a book and really trying very hard to get this thing finished. In fact, I had a book party that I know I referenced where I had a bunch of friends come over and we kind of went through every single chapter, talked it through thought of examples, thought of what maybe should be combined, what should be broken apart. And so here I am a couple of weeks later, now throwing this out to you in case you would like to offer any ideas or thoughts. I welcome that greatly. And most importantly, if you have a story about any one of these chapters that you don't mind me using your name and your example of a story in, please, please send it my way. As you know, you can reach me on any one of the social media outlets under the name Inner North Star, but the best way would be to email me at my website at Inner North Star with whatever that story is as it relates to a particular topic that I'm getting ready to go through. I really am looking for some real life examples and some real life stories in any of these subjects that either has or has not worked. Maybe something you've done and it really helped you or something that you wish you would have done because you believe it could have made the difference. Now, that said, this book, in case I haven't referenced it or it's something that uh, maybe you haven't caught in a prior podcast, this book is on decision-making. To be more specific, how to make better decisions more often. I am going to read through a couple of chapter titles and roughly what the topic is about. If this is something that resonates with you and you have a story about it, please, please send it my way. Otherwise, I hope some of these concepts and ideas actually are helpful and valuable to you. And if there is something right now that you find yourself at a crossroads at, maybe this is around career, maybe this is moving, 
Maybe this is around relationships. Should you get into one? Should you get out of one? Whatever that may be, if you consider each one of a handful of these topics, I hope that these thoughts help you make that decision with a little more clarity and a little more confidence. So let's dive right in. The first chapter of this book is titled, Is This Even Worthy? Meaning, the decision that you are thinking about right now, does it really warrant the amount of thought and effort and energy you're putting into it? And one of the ways to gauge this is if you fast forward, imagine that you're 85 years old, sitting on the front porch of your lovely home in a rocking chair with your you know, family around you or the person that you love dearly, and you're thinking back over the significant decisions that you had to make that truly were a fork in the road that helped to bring you where you are in that moment. Is this one of those decisions? So if you're wrestling with the decision of should I buy a black car or a blue car, odds are that decision is not going to be one of the things that you're going to reflect back on as a game changer. So if it's not, then really you need to kind of put a timestamp on that and a short one at that that says, okay, I'm going to give myself one day to make this decision and move on. And here's the why behind this. Your mind, your brain can only process so much information. And the reality is it's processing a lot all of the time. You know, what do they say? On average, we process about 17,000 different decisions per day. And these decisions are, should I walk faster or slower? Things that we're really not consciously aware of, but we're making that decision constantly. But on the bigger things, should I move? Should I take this job? Should I go on this diet? Should I jump on this website and do a little more investigation about whatever it is I don't know? All of these kinds of decisions, your mind is constantly running like a rat on a, on a spinning wheel, trying to make the best decision in rapid fire. And when it makes that kind of minute decision, then it also makes the next thought, which is, was that the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Should I have made a different decision? What if that fails? What if that goes wrong? And then we play the whole frontal lobe game of, oh my gosh, what if? All of that in the mix here, the more things you have on your mind, trying to figure out, trying to contemplate, trying to think about, are the things that make it challenging for us to fall asleep at night, and there are the things that wake us up at three in the morning. So what I'm trying to do here right off the bat is let's first think about if we were to put on a piece of paper, every single thing that's on your mind. And if we were to categorize them as I really should make this in a snap decision, I should give myself a day or a week on this one. And I should really, this one needs to have a, a solid 30 days worth of time to figure out because this is going to be one of those fork in the road decisions for me. And I really do cap decision-making at 30 days. I go into that more into this book, uh, more in depth, but that really is my, the longest period of time that I would ever give somebody in making a decision. It's ample time to do your research, your homework, find a mentor to be able to come up to that conclusion. Now, the only decision that cannot and should not be made within 30 days is your significant other. That person that you intend to spend the rest of your life with has the single biggest impact on the whole of your life more than any other thing, any other decision you will ever make. So this decision, in my opinion, should take a year. 
You should spend a year with that person really understanding who they are, how they respond to situations. Is this somebody that is compatible for you for the long haul? And how well do you know yourself to even know whether or not you're in a place to make that decision? Parking, the relationship question aside, everything else you've got to determine, how worthy is this decision? Meaning, should I have already made this decision? Why am I even thinking about it? Or what is the time frame I should give myself? Because this isn't something that I should be thinking about every night before I fall asleep for days or weeks on end. So there's question one. Whatever you're thinking about right now, is it one of the biggest monumental decisions that are going to change the game of your life? Now, the next chapter, let's move on, on what do you value? It's very difficult to make an accurate decision if you don't know truly what you value to begin with. Now, this became quite the animated and spirited conversation around my book party night with my girlfriends a couple weeks ago, because this broke down to not just what you value, but the ability to truly be honest with yourself. And here's how I mean that. If you are contemplating taking a job that has got a very long commute time, let's say it's maybe more than an hour each way uh, to and from work, and it's going to require maybe some time on weekends or even after you get home from work, it's just a big job. And you know that this job is not going to lighten up, meaning, you know, three months, six months, three or six years down the road, those hours likely won't change. Yet, it's a lot of money, maybe even doubling the salary you're currently making. So it's very tempting. Here's where I'm saying, what do you value and be very honest with yourself? How much does that work-life balance mean to you? So if you have children, if you have a spouse, how much time do you intend on spending with them realistically? If you don't have a wife or children right now, but would like to find one, how, how much time, or actually husband, how much time are you going to spend or will you be able to spend trying to find that perfect soulmate? Will you even be available to do that? If it's none of those things and you're single and you're young and you plan on staying that way for a while, what does your free time look like? How much time do you spend with your hobbies or things you enjoy? Will you be able to still do that? So if you value your personal time greatly, and this job is going to really, really cut into that, stop and think about how much you value money. Because I can assure you when you are leaving every morning at 5am and not getting home until 8pm, that paycheck sitting in a bank someplace is not going to outweigh the fact that you no longer have a life that you love. So when I say, what do you value? Be very, very clear. Now in the book, I will have lists. It will be easier to help define and make this decision. But this is one that you have to truly, truly be clear with yourself about. Now, I'm going to talk about one more chapter here, and this is the value of staying stuck. If you are faced with making a decision and there is some reason why you just can't seem to make it, I think we all know of people who have said, you know, I'm getting ready to start my own company or I am going to launch this product. And every time we see this person, whether it's days, weeks, months, or years later, they're always working on launching that product or getting ready to start that new business. And yet it never happens. So stop and ask yourself if that is you, 
There's a big difference between procrastinating because you have this perfectionistic mental attitude that things until they're perfect or until they're really good enough, then you're not going to put it out for public viewing. If that really is what the issue is, then I would ask you to stop and think about the statement, if you launch anything and it's perfect, you waited far too long. That should have already gotten out there. And part of the reason is perfect in whose eyes, right? So if you launch a book or a product or whatever it may be, start a company, the feedback that you're going to gain once that gets out there is going to shift and change and morph that thing many times over. So quite frankly, that level of perfection on day one is going to change because you're going to get feedback and go, gosh, I should have done this in a restaurant. I should have had the tables a different layout. I should have had the color scheme different. And that feedback, like I said, over time is going to change that initial offering greatly. So if that's you, I would ask you to reconsider that perfectionistic belief because it doesn't exist, nor should it. But I'm really talking to a whole different category over here. I'm talking to those people that actually benefit from not making a decision. The reality is if you're somebody that you feel like you're in that boat, you're just stuck. You can't seem to make a decision or you feel like you always have this dream, but it never seems to go anywhere. Ask yourself honestly what you have to gain from doing that because there is something there. And if it's fear of failure, that certainly is one thing. What if I fail and everybody knows I've been talking about this thing and, and then now what? I've put it out there, it's failed miserably and I look like a fool. Or what is my plan B? I don't have one, what will I do next? For other people, it's the fear of excellence. What if I make it? What will my friends think? Will I leave them behind? Will they think that I'm, you know, playing too big for myself or trying to shine too brightly? All of these things that weigh out in our head that hold us back are a reason because I can assure you the second your why for moving forward becomes greater than staying where you are, you will move forward. And if you're not moving forward, if there's something you're not doing, there is a reason for that. And the only way that that's ever going to change is by being very honest and very real with yourself in saying, what do I have to actually gain by doing nothing? And the moment that you can become very clear about that and then think that thought through, then things finally can start to shift, but not until then. Because otherwise, it's just kind of a story that we keep rambling through our mind, and then it goes nowhere. So to recap these three chapters out of the 10 chapters of this book, is this decision even worthy? Is it worth the amount of mental anguish and time you're putting into it? Again, the sooner this issue gets resolved, the sooner you make a decision and move on, the more mental space you have to be able to then make another decision that quite frankly might be one that's a game changer. And that's exactly what you want. The most amount of free disk space, if you will, in your mind to be able to make that really important decision with complete clarity. The next one, what do you value? If you are making a decision and it's about 
relationship, let's say this one as the example, this is somebody that you're dating and you like them and you're thinking, is this somebody who is long-term? Maybe you found yourself in that position a few times over and realize that somebody makes it to date three or date five, and then somehow they get kicked to the curb. What do you value? Do you feel that your free time, that your independence, that your time with your friends might be at risk if suddenly you're in a very serious relationship? Do you value your time so much that you think that this relationship is going to threaten that? Be very clear about what you value and what you think you may have to give up in order to have this. Is there a way that the two could coexist? But again, if you're not really clear about what you value, then it's very difficult to make a decision. It certainly is very difficult to make the right decision if you're not clear about what you truly value, because then there's really no basis or foundation for the decisions that you're making. So this you must become crystal clear on. And lastly, the value of staying stuck. By not doing anything, truly, what do you have to gain? There is something there, or I can promise you whatever it is, you would absolutely move forward on. And the sooner you figure that out, the sooner you realize, you know, by not doing something, this is the upside of that. And then focus on that upside and really be clear about how much of an upside that actually is. Here's another example. Let's say this is about moving. Should I take a job at another city? I don't know anybody there. It's a big risk. Maybe it's more money and more career growth, but I'd be leaving my family, my friends, where I grew up and everything I know. So maybe you've passed up two or three of those opportunities because it's just safer to stay where you are. Again, let's do that look back at 85 years old. What are you most going to value? Are you most going to value the fact that you stayed close to your family and your friends over the whole of your life? Maybe that's a true statement. Or do you think looking back, you would more value growth, opportunities that you had, maybe traveling the world, having experiences and meeting new people that you never would have if you stayed in the same town that you grew up in. You see, it's different for every one of us. So I don't know specifically what you value or what you think about when you reflect back on your life as to what you truly feel would mean the most to you. Bringing this back to full circle, if you have an example of not being clear about what you really valued and then making a wrong decision, or conversely, being really clear about what you valued, and because you were so clear about what you valued, you made the exact right decision, I wanna hear from you. On the staying stuck example, same thing. If you have an epiphany where you realize here is what I have to gain by doing absolutely nothing. And I realize that's why I have stayed stuck. And this is exactly why now I know I need to move on. Do that beginning with the end in mind theory, if you will, and think about these decisions that you're making, how much time you should spend on them. And hopefully, from this vantage point, at least with a couple of these ideas, you'll be able to make that better, more accurate decision far more often. The truth is, when we look at things that have held us back in life, there are always a couple of key indicators as to making a wrong decision, whether it's what you valued procrastinating too long and that window of opportunity passed you by, 
not having a right mentor in your life, not really maybe spending enough quality time just in silence with yourself on what feels right and getting to know your own heart and what it's calling is. All of these things are different things that we can master over time. I hope that this book ultimately provides some more thoughts or insight or tools to help you get to that point so that truly you can create a life that you love, one that you wake up and are passionate about every single day. And the only way that we can get there is to have the right thoughts in mind, taking the right actions that lead us to the destiny that we were all meant to have. As always, Thank you so very much for listening. I really look forward to hearing from you on any one of these ideas. Over the next, say, couple of weeks, I will be sharing a couple of more chapters, and hopefully I hear back from you on those as well. It may be on this podcast. It may also just be via social media, so please check that out as well. And I will be sharing feedback that I've received from you via Star and my social media sites on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. So until next time, please have a fantastic week. Spend time focusing on what you're thinking about, on where your thoughts go, on what you have that runs through your mind over and over that maybe we could stop that crazy train, make some decisions, clear out some of that clutter, and make room for decisions that actually are going to change your life. Thank you again for listening to the Game Changer Podcast. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.